Welcome to Level Up Chips Devil Summoner Raido Kuzanoha versus the Soulless Army. Hello everyone and welcome to Level Up Chips. My name is Michael Gonzalez and here with me is Max Logan. Uh, the co-host. The co-host, of course. Um, <laughs> we we don't have anybody else here today, which is a little bit odd than, you know, we usually have, have someone else. Yeah, I guess. It's um, but here we are on our lonesome because uh, we wanted to do an Animal Crossing episode, but uh, our guest really has to do groceries. I suggested eating, uh, you know, working around a piece of moldy bread instead <laughs> of, of grocery shopping. But, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, instead, we're going to be doing something else, yeah. uh, which is a little bit of a Halloween spooktacular, which is kind of stealing from raving geeks uh title but that's besides the point people here we are we are doing a little bit about you know our traditions for halloween but first why don't we get into the news, the news uh which is pretty new stuff for us but you know a week old for you guys um we have at the moment uh, nintendo switch online expansion people you know you you probably heard about the sega genesis stuff and the Nintendo, Nintendo 64, 64 emulation, hmm. uh, but we finally got a price for it, which is a, uh, a larger number than anyone thought. Uh, it's going to be about $50, 50. Yep. for a Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack uh, for a full year. And if you want to do the family expansion, which is, you know, like seven people, yeah, I want to say, for, for the family, that's $70. Yeah. Uh, which, to me, that that's a pretty wide... Uh, you know, steep Difference. climb. Yeah. Uh, because originally twenty dollars for, for the Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, you know, for membership. all those NES and SNES. SNES games, as well as you know, I mean, not not very good online, but it was not online. the best. <laughs> not not the best at all. Uh, <laughs> but it, it did its job, kind I mean, of. I, uh, in, in Nintendo games specifically, like yeah. Nintendo published. I mean, for stuff like Monster Hunter. That stuff is almost like... You don't like, got to worry about that. Yeah, no. You don't got to worry about online. Weird um, that the third-party ones work good. They're fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, think back on the uh, Nintendo... No, no, not Nintendo. Nickelodeon uh, Smash Bros. game that has rollback. Um, but <laughs> Smash, Smash Bros. doesn't. <laughs> like, it's wild. It's yeah. really weird. And I know I'm going to probably be getting the expansion because i'm on the family pack and my family just loves nintendo yeah, um, yeah. but I, I i don't know how to feel for other people you know 30 dollars uh, oh, extra that's a jump yeah that that's a huge jump um and I, I don't know how people will take it because are people going to want to get those uh genesis games right is that really worth it you know n64 i could see a potential worth of 20 dollars, but getting that 10 extra is it is it worth it do you what do you think you know what uh somebody made a good point i'm i'm gonna so considering that later we're gonna talk about this but the animal crossing dlc coming up is also included with that mm -hmm. as long as you have the membership exactly i was thinking about it but then i realized that uh sega already released a genesis collection on the switch that has like a bunch of games you just have to you know buy them 
And then you have just a whole collection of different Sega Genesis games. Versus, oh, versus having them on the service. And also, for the Nintendo 64 games, I can just channel the powers of Billy Mitchell. You're you're going to cheat? Yeah, exactly. You're going to cheat? Yeah. and uh, Max. <laughs> I'm going to channel a forbidden art, which I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> um, yes, it, it relates to uh, emus and yeah. the uh, wonderful bird. But uh, I, I'm really mixed on it because I don't think that it is like a great price. At the same time, I want that online feature because my brother and I, we love playing games together. And this online feature has really given us that opportunity to play games that we couldn't, uh, uh, you know, yeah. before. Yeah. Like, he's all the way in Japan. Right. So... We, oh my gosh, for Super Metroid, on the SNES Switch Online uh, feature, we were able to basically pass the controller to each other. So once we beat a boss, we were just able to say, say, all All right, right, here you go. go." And we were able to beat it actually like about two hours. I was Hmm. very surprised because we got the Zero Suit Samus look and we're like, what? How did we do this? Um, We did it all in one take. We're really happy. And with the N64 stuff, we're really excited because we're going to be able to play Majora's Mask and uh, Ocarina of Time uh, again. You know, we're going to be able to do that take turns. All right, Mm -hmm. we finished that dungeon. Here you go. Um, And I I hope that people see that feature as something that's huge. I don't know how people will take it, though. Yeah. I've seen the reception on uh, Twitter. Oh god! I know it's not a very good way to gauge like level-headed public opinion, but because Twitter is Twitter, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's not very positive. The reception. No, it has not been positive, and I've also been seeing stuff. I haven't seen the sources, but I have heard that uh, Sega got paid handsomely for getting the Genesis, Genesis stuff on yeah. because they weren't originally happy with the virtual console of the Wii. Which is why there really wasn't any virtual console on the Wii U. So for them to basically, like, get back on that virtual console train, I think they really had to be, I don't know, fancy. They had to be fancied uh, just to to even be given that, you know, that option. Right. Um, So I'm I'm curious how this will go. But, yes, going into the next topic that Max has already talked about, Animal Crossing... Uh, the today, yeah. you know, for you guys next uh, last week, um, they they had this direct, and I'm very happy to say uh, they have a lot of great stuff added mm-hmm. in some uh, quality of life features that, for the most part, were what we wanted. Um, you know, we got Roost, we got uh, some of those other you know new villagers and uh, ceiling lights, stuff like that. Yeah. It's really neat. But the, the biggest thing that I think was revealed. revealed, the showstopper, was this paid DLC where you basically add in this happy home designer uh, element. element where you design people's uh, villagers' houses, you design these uh, you know animals, their, their vacation homes. Yeah. And in, so, you know, in doing so, you add some really nice features like uh, color. Uh, changes for lights, some mm-hmm. pillars, some uh, 
partition, you know, walls. Yeah, stuff like walls that. Wall, yeah. yeah, walls built to divide right. uh, the room just a little bit. Um, and I, I'm really excited for it. But the thing is, this is paid DLC, right. uh, yeah, which it's... is $25. Never, never been done for an Animal Crossing game. Never. And I was very surprised by that, uh, again, steep price mm-hmm. uh, for DLC. Because usually a, a good DLC is like a good 10 bucks. I mean, I was able to get like, what was it for Xenoblade Chronicles two? Mm-hmm. The ex, the Torna, the Golden Country expansion that was like forty hours of content. It was only like thirty bucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's yeah. Again, that's forty. That's like a full expansion. And I'm wondering if people should see mm-hmm. this Happy Home Designer expansion as, well, an expansion. I mean, honestly, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's kind of, it kind of have the same perspective on it as like with the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLCs where people mm. were kind of up in a fuss about it. Oh, they're always in a fuss because, about Pokemon. Yeah, because, you know, there's never been Pokemon DLC before. But in my opinion, it's better to have the DLC than to sell just a separate game. And that's actually what they did with uh, New Leaf and that Happy Home Designer. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, they they made a full solo game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy to say that, you know, we are getting those quality of life improvements uh, in our own homes in Animal Crossing. I was very, very worried throughout the entire thing. Like, okay, you're showing all this great stuff for these villagers in the Happy Home Designer. What, a, what, what about a, us? What about us? Do we get stuff or, or is this just exclusive to the animals? What's going on here? <laughs> Um, I was I was very 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 worried. Yeah, um, that's understandable. But luckily, we were able to get that. I got to see Tortimer alive. Um, we all thought he was dead, mm-hmm. but he he never dies. Um, but yeah, I and uh, the other thing about that paid DLC, if you have that expansion pack for the Nintendo Switch Online, you get this as well for free, um, as for long free. as you have the service. Yeah, so. There, there's all sorts of incentives. They are putting all sorts of stuff for you to get that expansion pack. Mm-hmm. And maybe it is worth that 30 I mean, the biggest thing about this this online feature is just the fact that it is $50. At the same time, it's a full year. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, personally, just as a bit of personal news, I got a Switch OLED yesterday. And... Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, it doesn't transfer saves. Like, it doesn't like that. I got the OLED, too. Yeah, so Mike and I are going to have to start over our Animal Crossing games. And I'm not going to do that until, like, the latter end of winter because it's going to suck starting in fall. I don't want to do it in winter. Yeah, no. Winter sounds worse. I I don't know, like, maybe, like, mid-March so that... (laughs) <laughs> when I finally get start getting the ball rolling, it'll be spring, and then I'll be like... So, the same exact date that it came out, March 20th. Exactly, pretty much. That was honestly, like, the perfect day for it to come out. Yeah, first day of spring. It. You know, they got first day of spring, it was Doom Eternal's launch day, everything was fantastic. Mm-hmm. God, I... As much as it sucked during the pandemic when it just started, I was like, oh my gosh, we got... You know, yeah, Animal Crossing and Doom. Yeah, it was, was still a great day. I was like, oh, pandemic, but Doom is coming out. It's so Woo! much fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was so happy. Um, but, 
Yeah, that that that's what we have for that. But <laughs> we have a little small tidbit that we think is pretty funny. Yeah. So, uh, League of Legends, which is a game infamous for its uh, toxicity, especially in the game chat. Especially uh, in the development house, too. Yeah, yeah, that's another story. That's another story. Yeah, but uh, that game chat, that text chat, is being removed uh, soon. Apparently, it's only a test, and this is according to... This is coming from Polygon. Yeah, that's where so, I saw the, uh, the, the article. Right, but yeah, uh, if it goes well, then League of Legends may just be, you know... A, Fairly chill game. I don't know. I will always say this. Splatoon 2 has the greatest online feature of having no voice chat or chat at all. It is the greatest game to have online features because I don't have to worry about people talking. I don't want the, you know, loud vacuum cleaner in the background the dog barking the person saying something some slur something oh. like that that's the last Small thing I child want. with some a loud sm- family in the background exactly like what why why would i want that and nintendo said we don't have to have that and i said thank you i mean hey splitgate also doesn't have chat or at least nobody uses it so. it does have chat but yeah nobody uses it it's great. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. It's oh, that's the one thing I don't like about the PS5 DualShock uh, mm-hmm. Five. Isn't that it? DualSense? No, DualSense. The DualSense. Yeah, the DualSense. Um, it has a microphone built in, so you can you know talk into it. And I forget to mute it. So every now and then I'm just playing, and then I see that my username is like highlighting in the bottom left screen. I'm like, like oh uh-uh. crap! I've just been talking. Yeah. I've been talking. And I've been saying some stuff. Nothing bad, thank God. Yeah. But like. It's just like, you know, people are like, what? What was, why is he talking? <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that, Sony. What's, what's, what's up with that? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, uh, if this works, League of Legends, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not going to play it. You aren't going to play it? No. I'd rather play Pokemon Unite, and even then, it took me a while before, not a while, it took a short time for me to delete that after frustration hit. <laughs> uh, yeah, just imagine that, but, like, the matches are, like, 20 minutes longer. Pokemon, but even more toxic. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's just bad, man. All but, right. Like, I, I love the game, but, yeah, it's just frustrating. Yeah, but, uh, so I think we're going to get into our uh, main topic. Oh, thank God. Because... Which is Halloween spooky topic. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love Halloween. This is one of my favorite holidays because my favorite season is fall. I get to cosplay. I get to do all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. and have some fun with friends and family. And also, it gives me an excuse to play one of my favorite franchises of all time, Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. How many games have you played in the Resident Evil franchise? Franchise? Yeah, franchise. Okay. It's a franchise. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I played, let's see, a little bit of one. Uh, a little bit? Really? Yeah, just a little bit. Ooh. Uh, two remake. All right. Uh, hmm. You know what? That's about it. Honestly. That's it? Yeah. Wow. I'm not really. Oh, wait. Also four. Yeah. Did you ever beat that? No. No, I stopped uh, after Leon said, where's everyone going? 
bingo. And that's like the very beginning of the exactly. game, Max. Are you serious? Yeah, no, no. But that, that sequence was actually pretty cool. You it know, was fantastic. Wait, they're all closing down the house. And you gotta... It's so difficult, especially because that you, you have to defeat the chainsaw, chainsaw dude. Guy. Otherwise, you're just, you're yeah. in an endless loop of in like hell, basically. Yeah, yeah but they got a. Yeah, that was a really tense moment, and I just haven't really gotten around to playing it again because I like to play horror games like when it's dark out. And that that just reminds me of like Resident Evil Seven. I got mm-hmm. it in July because I was a very poor, broke boy <laughs> back uh, in the back day. in the day of 2017, um, and I had my first job. I had my first job in July, and I remember the very first purchase I got was a used copy of Resident Evil 7, and I was so excited, and I got it, and I would say, all right, I can only play it at nighttime. The only thing is, at in July, that's like the peak of when sunlight is out. Yeah, yeah, so it's like... So I would have like to wait till like, yeah, 9.30 till I could play the game, and by that point, I was like, all right... I only have, like, God, like, four hours, and that's it to play it. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I beat it in two days because it's a really short game. Yeah, no, um, Resident Evil games tend to be. It, it's one of those games that's it's really funny because uh, it goes hand-in-hand hand with one of my favorite other uh, series, right, right. Metroid. Which we talked about two weeks ago. Yeah, I love Metroid. And both these games are big in this uh, speedrunning community. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just both meant to be played in a very short span of time. I mean, Resident Evil even gives you a grade at the end. For exactly. How fast you got through and how many saves you used. And, uh, yeah. I, I always look at the saves like, I did that many? Mm-hmm. Oh. Gotta improve next time. Gotta improve. But at the same time, every single time I look at the typewriter, I'm like, I gotta save. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's gonna happen next? What could happen? I could die really easily. And I, that that's what I love about the Resident Evil series. It's just, like, I love the amount of survival horror. And, mm-hmm. like, there is something about it where you're in the spooky mansion or police department, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? And you're trying to, you know, find all the, the bullets. You're trying to swerve uh you know juke out the zombies Zombies, yeah and you're trying to do all sorts of inventory management not only for bullets but for save data because Mm -hmm. ink ribbons are a thing you have to like make sure all right you have a limited amount of saves you have a limited amount of saves that's how like hard hard it is it could be um especially if you're like really scared of stuff Mm-hmm. If you're easily scared, you are going to go through the the saves, and then you're going to run out at the end. Like, okay, what do we do now? Um, and then you know you you got to worry about health items. You got to worry about puzzles. Yeah. And actually, that that's always the fun part because you look at the item boxes and you're like, okay, what puzzle item might I need? How much like in you know how much ammo do I need? What guns do I need and what health items do I need just to go out? Mm-hmm. It's insane how much you have to really think through this game. It's much more of a puzzle game than an action game until you get to four. Yeah. Um, but that that's what I love about the series. It's just so a rated B. Yeah, it's a B horror. It's a B horror movie yeah. in a game. And I love it for it. 
I but, love everything about that series. It's all more into, you know, B action. And that's where it's just like, ah, all right. Yeah. That goes back to B-horror. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that That's a game that I always go back to, and I'm actually planning on uh, downloading Resident Evil 1 on my Switch again, or my PS5, uh, so I can go back, play through the game, because you got to experience the, the thrill of seeing man-eating sharks turn zombie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that... Yeah, I, I mean, I know about a lot about the Resident Evil franchise. I just don't really play the games. They're so good. Yeah. They're so great. And I'm excited for the movie that's coming around soon that's mm-hmm. going to have, uh, what, what's his name from Victorious? Beck? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Beck from Victorious, <laughs> the Nickelodeon series, is going to play Leon Kennedy, and people are going wild about it. Yeah. I love it. I'm excited. It just, you know, kind of looks... Nothing like Leon. Kind of looks nothing like Leon. He looks like a Keanu Reeves from Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess. But um, it's, it's really funny because with the Resident Evil series, especially the first one, mm-hmm. I always refer to it as an adult Luigi's Mansion because you are going through this mansion, you're getting all the keys, you're doing all these puzzles, and you're replacing ghosts with zombie dogs and zombies and and weird stuff. Yeah. Um, usually big animals. Big animals, usually bioweapons. Uh-huh. Um, but that that goes into the next game that we'd love to talk about, Luigi's Mansion, because that is the kids' version of Resident Evil. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love that game. Mm-hmm. I, I loved horror games as a kid uh, from the very beginning because my brother, like I've talked about, um, I feel bad for him because when I was a kid, I'd force him to play Luigi's Mansion. I was too scared to play it as a kid. Uh-huh. So I'd be like, you do it. He was like, do I have to do it? My parents would be like, yes, you have to do it. I made him beat it like four times. In fourth grade, they had this whole like about me thing. And he said, I'm getting tired of playing Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. He keeps making me play it. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> I have gone through it. I've gone back through in the basement. I'm like, hey, there, there, there it is. Uh, Man, you really didn't like Luigi's Mansion anymore, did you? He's like, no, I did not. You ruined it for me, Mike. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I loved horror games, even as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get into them until late. Because, you know, most of them are rated M. And Mm. my parents literally were like, no rated M games until... You're, you meet the age that's on the box. And then, really? Yeah, I, I remember for my 17th birthday, I had to, like, give them a thesis on why I should be able to play God of War Hold on 2018. On. Hold on. Rated M games are for 17-year-olds. You can buy them at 17. No. Yes. I mean, I just wanted the game for free. I was like, Mom and Dad, <laughs> like... I would like you to purchase me God of War 4 because it teaches you valuable lessons about fatherhood. And they're like, sure. (laughs) Yeah, then after that, I went and bought God of War 3. But that's beside the point. Point is, I couldn't really play a lot of horror games until I was of age. You have to be 17 and older. You could have gotten it even... Even without their permission. Even out without their permission. But, I went to still, go see It, Chapter but, 1. But still, my dad is the kind of guy who... 
who said who didn't like us using the word like stupid until we until we were like eighteen, and I was like, "Really, Dad? You can like swear around us. It's fine." And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and but uh, yeah. Uh, so I wasn't really able to get into horror games. I did play Luigi's Mansion Two on the 3DS. Was that your first one? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. I mean, I was like, yeah, this is a good game. It's a good it's a good one. Yeah, Not I mean, the it's kind of strange because it's, like, mission-based. It was mission-based, and I always found it weird because I loved how the ghosts looked in one. Yeah, where they're all, like, unique. I mean, they're, yeah, I love, oh God, don't even get me started with the unique ghosts. I love them because they all fit that Victorian era mansion style of being like all the snooty rich white people you know (laughs) you got the i i love this one guy because he was like really big yeah absolutely huge he died of a heart attack and his ghost is at a dining room table he's just eating constantly he has a bowl of spaghetti that never ends that just sounds like hell You know, that, oh that's my a God. third layer of hell. <laughs> that just reminds me of that one Simpsons episode. It was one of the Halloween things. And they're like, you're going to eat donuts. And Homer's like, woo, for eternity. And he just keeps eating, eating and eating. And he, they ran out, I swear. I think he <laughs> ran, they ran out. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. And they're like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> like, that's, that's the peak level of humor. And I, I love luigi's mansion because they had that stuff they had great stories Mm. for those little like characters yeah um i'm thinking about like the ballroom dancers Mm. like there were all sorts of characters like that where they had their own little love stories their own little you know backstories backstories it was so neat and then there was you know the baby we don't talk about the baby max because that's a sad story yeah that's a very sad story (laughs) Um, especially, yeah, um, they can have, they can have some hidden stuff, but also, uh, I think Luigi's Mansion introduced Professor Egad, right? Which I think is like one of the best staples of the Mario franchise. He brought in all this great stuff. I'm thinking back on like the Mario RPG series. Yeah. Yeah. The Mario, Mario Luigi specifically, or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The. The Partners in Time, yeah. that's, I think, one of my favorites right next to Bowser's Inside Story. Okay, Bowser's Inside Story will always be, like, the 10 out of 10 RPG game, but Partners in Time has that, like, nostalgia effect for me yeah. where I played it back when I was, like, 6, 7, mm-hmm. and I loved it to death. Right. Um, Even though I was terrible at it. I mean, you also got, like, Hammer Bros speaking, like, Leet speak. Yes. And I loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, EGAB was in there. He brought in the whole, you know, tr- time travel element to mm. everything. And he brought in all sorts of neat gadgets. I'm always surprised when I see EGAD because I'm happy. But whenever he's not there, I'm always surprised. Yeah. Like, I think that he is a huge staple of the Mar. Uh, Mario franchise. Now. It seems like specifically like early two thousand, early to mid two thousands Mario. They were trying to make him a thing, and I always wish that they kept going along with it because I think Egad should be in there more and more. Mm. He's just a neat character that brings in neat contraptions. 
yeah. to the series. I Okay, actually, before we get any further into any of the other games or, you know, things, who do you think Egad would be voiced by in the Super Mario, Mario movie. movie? Oh, no. I, I'm surprised that Cranky Kong is Fred Armisen, because if Egad was in it, I think... Fred Armisen would still be cranky. Uh, Egad. Yeah, I think Egad. he'd be Egad. Hmm. He just you has know, that look. I think the funny answer would be Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no! Well, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! He already has a voice slightly. He hmm. has a like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that doesn't stop them from casting Chris Pratt as Mario. Why are you right? <laughs> I hate that you're right, but you're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when I'm right, I'm right. Unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. I just, I don't know, man. Like, who, would you want, would you want Seth Rogen as Egas? <laughs> <laughs> hey Mario, hey Luigi, I got this cool uh, vacuum thing. <laughs> it sucks up the all go- the ghosts. <laughs> oh, God. This is bad. I hate this movie gone. <laughs> so we're going to get into the next game that we, I've actually had some experience with the game, but you've had more experience and you have some good stories about uh-huh. it. Uh, Alien Isolation. Um it's a wild game, mostly because uh, reviewers didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, not initially. They didn't like it, which is so funny because now it's become one of those common staples of horror games. Like people looking at it like, that's what we strive for. With yeah, with the first person hiding horror games, mm-hmm. stealth stuff. But... I mean, I could say the the Outlast series has become that too. But yeah, but. Isolation got it right with the smart AI. Right, yeah. But, uh, so, I, I honestly know more about it than I uh, have played it. Mm. But, uh, coming back to the smart AI part, uh, this xenomorph that hunts you, the alien, it's so terrifying because, like, it adjusts to how you play. Like, for example, you get a flamethrower, and if you, you know, if you're an alien fan, you know that the thing is afraid of fire. So you can, like, use it to, like, scare it off whenever it tries to get you. But eventually, it just (laughs) learns what you're doing and just ignores the flamethrower. It's like, all right, you've done this before. Yeah. You don't wow me. Yeah, exactly. You're you're not going to scare me with that. Uh, Protons are not. (laughs) So I played through like the first two hours of the game. Uh, This is all before you actually encounter the Xenomorph. And I just remember I was like petrified of when I was actually going to see it and when it was actually going to start hunting me. I was like, oh, when's it going to show up? Hi, yeah, what's going on? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. And then on the first like encounter with it where you actually have to like play around it it's like in this big room and you have to hack a door on the other side of the room that you come in from and i didn't know this but i 
I could have not killed all the people in the room before the alien showed up and they would have distracted it. Because of course. Yeah. You, you don't think about that. Yeah, but I, you know, I had a gun. So I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and I went up to the door. I started attacking it. I was like, okay, like, I'm, I, I, I'm like terrified right now, but I think I'll be able to do this. I hear it like screech behind me. I heard it like running up, running up behind my back. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna kill me, isn't it?" And then it just no impaled uh, me, and I died. <laughs> and the worst part about this game, like you know, best for horror, it's the fact that you have to actually like save, and you can't. It's all in real time. It's all in real time. You can actually die while it's saving. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you, you always have to go to a save station and put in like a little cassette. Yeah. It's, yeah. You have to, I mean, it, was, it only takes like four seconds or so. But still, yeah. still can die. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, once you die, you go all the right way back to that save station. You have to do everything again. Um, it's, it's really difficult. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny considering uh, the game that came, the alien game that came out the year before, which was uh, Colonial Marines. Oh, Randy Pitchford. Yeah, hey. yeah, Gearbox. Gearbox. Hey. hey. Yeah. Um. Yikes. Yeah, that was a bad game. That was not good for the sole reason that somebody screwed up one character in the code, and it made the, the AI, AI just brain dead absolutely somebody changed it and it worked like fine and even then it wasn't that great of a game so no no matter what nothing could change in terms of quality yeah but anyway uh alien isolation uh (laughs) i started thinking about this great horror game it's a great game and it brings me back to this one meme Uh uh where someone was very upset on facebook saying like i wanted to play alien isolation with the microphone on and, and I was I like farted. so I was so like into it and then all of a sudden I farted and the xenomorph heard me. it just heard me and <laughs> started right towards me like can you imagine being that upset being like <sighs> I would lose it I would absolutely lose it I don't know if it would be a Laughter or rage? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's another great thing that if you have like a VR thing or a mic, you can set it up so that you can, so that the mic can pick up like noises from your room. So, uh, oh my god, I'm just imagining like somebody coming in. Can you? <laughs> no, no, no. Someone comes in. You're you're just right in front of it. Just. Underneath, and then someone says, "Ayo, pizza's here." <laughs> <laughs> no, pizza, give me some. Ayo, pizza's here. No, ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. that'd be funny. Uh, anyway, um, honestly, those are like the big horror games that we play. Otherwise, yeah. like Last of Us, that was a staple. You know, like that that was a tradition for me. Yeah. Um, and then Last of Us Part Two came around. And now I don't play those games anymore. Um, Does Pajama Sam count as a horror game? Depends on the episode. No need to hide when it's dark outside. Oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. That was like my first video game, dude. 
was it did it how, how much did it spook you uh, not not really but like i was just like uh like i was afraid in the dark you were afraid of the dark it didn't really help but like <laughs> <laughs> were there like monsters in it like, no no uh you just so pretty much just a general synopsis is that pajama sam goes to fight uh darkness and in order to not be afraid when it's bedtime and uh they fight the they their epic duel is uh through I think what was it checkers. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so it's the, it's the kid version of Alan Wake. I yeah, understand. Exactly. <laughs> Pajama Sam with the flashlight and a gun. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? There is a game I've been wanting to play. It's called Deadly Premonition. Is that a is that a horror game? Sort of. But it's also terribly written. Terribly written, and it's not very fun. It's a cult classic for a reason. It's yeah. one. Of, it's like the room. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've. I don't want to play through it. I I want to just experience it. You know. You really want to experience Deadly Premonition. Yep. You know I, what? I know it's on Switch. You know what? You get Deadly Premonition. I play through Resident Evil. We wa- both watch each other play through it. Oh, uh, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I, yeah, it's just like I just want to experience oh, the game boo-hoo. rather than play oh, it. Oh, boo hoo! Oh well. Uh, <laughs> if it's on sale, maybe we could get it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll we'll split the bill. Um. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think that's the end of our Halloween segment. I, th- I think so. Otherwise, you know, uh, we, we usually like to go through Yumicon, go through arcade games. Yumicon is a, a... Convention in Detroit. Yep, anime and video game convention. We love going through it, you know, playing all sorts of Japanese games, fighting games, etc., etc. My, my favorite was the one where you flip the table. <laughs> that's the best arcade game, and I love it. There, There's this one, I think that's like... In a, there's one for a funeral, like oh yeah you just flip <laughs> the cask yeah you're you're dead and you just see like all the people that you hate at like the funeral and they're doing like a poor job and you're this ghost and you just you bang it you uh-huh. bang the table you just yeah and then you just flip. keep doing it and they're like what what's going on and then that's when you flip it <laughs> and the casket is going and you see your dead body just floating in the air <laughs> slow motion everyone's freaking out the casket tumbles everyone's flying in the <laughs> air now there's uh, even one for like a mcdonald's i think where yeah you could like flip the table and like the in- <laughs> i think it's like the the counter for for the salesperson and stuff and you just destroy everything yeah the japanese arcade games are there's something else man They're they fun. are something else and they are fun mm-hmm. um but yeah, that that's something that we always do near the end of uh, October. If it wasn't for COVID, we would have gone uh, last year. year. But we're going this year. Uh, we're thinking about maybe doing an episode there. So if you guys would want to join us, uh, you know, maybe be a part of the the podcast. You know, if we do something around there, then uh, you know, stop on by. You know, we you you've seen our faces. Yeah. You know us. We'll probably be going as some characters. We'll we'll let you know. I'll be. Uh... I'll be in my Bloodborne costume. Oh, you're actually going to go with so, Bloodborne. All right. Yeah. I mean, it comes with a mask. So That's so true. Yeah. 
You know, I got this straw hat. Actually, no, it's more like a neck gaiter, so I'll probably wear one underneath, too. Mm. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about it. I don't know who I want to be. I've been thinking about Funky Kong. I'd love to be Funky Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I just got a straw hat. You're talking, like, Luffy or something? I was, but at the same time, I don't know if I got the physique to be Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what he eats a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll uh-huh. just have a bunch of food with me and be like, ah, yeah, and then yeah. it'll be in character. Yeah, exactly. What could be Shanks? I could. <laughs> I could be Shanks. I could have all sorts of those, like, drumsticks uh-huh. and just eat and this yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, Yumicon. That's a thing. That's a fun time. I recommend going there. It's in Detroit. You go over to the Renaissance Center and the, uh, what was the Kobo Center? We don't know what the name is anymore, but it's that one place. Um, Hopefully, my I won't have heart palpitations the whole time. He had heart palpitations the entire time because he had an like, it, like, I, so much pain medication for some reason because he was sore for some reason. I, I, okay, I think. It was because I had, like, the pain medication and also allergy meds. I was just on a lot of stuff. You weren't having a good time. Yeah, no, I was like, ah, on my heart. I honestly thought we had to go to the ER at some point because you were, like, really, like, ah. Yeah, no, it was fine. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll actually be able to go to that uh, uh, fan fiction, uh, Resident uh, Evil stuff. Yeah. If if, DC uh, Douglas Douglas is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, why don't we get into the final, uh, part of the podcast, which is recommendations, which is the, the random game. Game, Uh, we pick a random game from this little wheel that we put a bunch of games on. I almost had the Super Mario Bros. movie from the nineties, uh, in there, but luckily I was smart enough to change it to new Super Mario Bros. because it shows new Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Um, the DS version. What yeah. do you think about it, man? I mean, for me, like, before that, I was just mostly playing licensed games because, you know, I was a kid. And I was like, oh, that's a, what's his face from that movie? That was a, that was a fun movie. I'll play that video game. Are you, are you really, you, you thought Super Mario Bros. No, no, no. I just was given it oh. by my parents. They were like, oh, Mario is like, you know, like, Big fun video game character. Let's okay. give him that. Oh, I thought you were the one. Okay. No, I, I, I thought I didn't choose the video. I games thought you chose. I thought you chose the game. You were like, oh my gosh, I love the Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, I bet it will be great, and it was great, of course. But then you'll realize, Listen, oh, at that age, I was watching things like Kung Fu Panda. That movie is good. That I had taste. You had taste. You okay. are correct. But you know, the video games weren't great. But New Super Mario Brothers, on the other hand, is a very good platformer. Fantastic. I mean, you know, removing the whole rest of the new Super series. It's when you think about it. It's at, a fresh take. Yeah, when you think about it from its first start, it was fantastic because you had those those characters, you know, dancing to the beat. I love seeing the Koopa Troopas. You know, like when they do the ha ha, you know, <laughs> the ba. <laughs> You just you saw them do like a little like da da you yeah. know like a little dance to it and I loved it it was it was fantastic yeah um and I, I 
I'm going to be honest with you. I, I love the campaign. It was difficult for me, a little too mm. difficult. But that's not really where I went to when it came to New Super Mario Bros. I never actually went into the campaign. I actually went into the mini games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they imported those from uh, Super from 64DS. They also, yeah, added some new ones. Right. Um, including stuff like, didn't they have Blackjack? I swear to God, they had Blackjack in there. Yeah, uh I mean, my favorite was, I think it was poker. Really? Yeah. I couldn't understand that. I played matching all the time. Hmm. Yeah, no, they didn't have, I don't think they had blackjack, but they had, uh, like, I could have sworn that we played it on an emu. Yeah, yeah, I was was playing it on an emulator last year. Oh, we're just going to say it now. Okay, we were playing it on an emulator last year. Yeah. And you were, uh, I swear to God, I was betting. You see, I, I, uh, own the video game, so... I owned it too. Yeah, so I, I am within my rights to. Uh, I am too. Yeah, so <laughs> I can say that, but not for the other game. But uh, anyway. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the mini games are really fun. They're uh, fantastic. I, I think when I booted it up again, I was playing the. Uh, what was it? The one where you have to find the face. Oh my gosh! Do you remember the? rose petal one. Oh yeah the they love me they love me not do you remember what would happen if it said oh, they yeah, love it me like, not yeah the the flower face would be all like, like, <laughs> and, it, like it, it looked like it was dead <laughs> like just on its deathbed i remember thinking oh my god they don't love me what am i gonna do <laughs> what kind what game, what, who decided that would be a, a video game, like part of a game, <laughs> like just pulling flower petals until, you know, that's a great question. I just have no idea. Like, why did they think like, oh, kids will love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, especially because I, I loved it. Cause they had this picture of Yoshi. Yeah. He was like, just like pulling those sitting petals. on a bridge, just kind of just doing that. And when you just, when it said like, they love me, not, he just looks so sad. Just, like, like tilt his head down. He's just like, mm. there was just something about it where I was like, who hurt you? Yeah. Like what, what forced you to look at a flower and be like, this is it. Yoshi is just determining whether Mario actually cares about him or not. Considering how many times Mario has used him as a booster. Does he love me? My God, am I just a tool for him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a great game. It's such a, you know, I, I love the platforming. They did a good job of revitalizing the platforming of Mario and adding in new features like the mini games just to keep people playing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, honest to God, it's probably one of the most sold games of Nintendo, right? Yeah, yeah. It like, uh, definitely, like, kick-started the DS's, like, rise to popularity. Oh, I want to say, isn't that, like, the second best-sold console ever, the DS? I uh, know, it's probably the Wii or something. Let me no, see. Wii was, the, Wii was, uh, oh, God, I want to say the PS2 was the best-selling, but DS was second. Yeah, no, uh, PS2 was definitely the top. Hold on. I am... I'm doing it right now. Wikipedia, don't fail me. Wikipedia, yes. Um, It was... Oh, yeah, the DS family was the second. 
Yep, it was a DS. Just by under one million units. <laughs> that that's wild. Mm-hmm. That is wait, how much? So uh, the PlayStation Two sold about one hundred fifty-five million. <gasps> it was one million. What? It was one million short. Yeah, of beating that. What happened? What? Yeah, the DS was a very novel concept for the times, and it was cheap. Yeah. It was super cheap. Not to mention, alongside that, it had the uh, the Game Boy Advance uh, like backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect system because it sold literally like two years. I want to say three years after the Game Boy Advance released. So mm-hmm. at that point, I was just like, "All right, I guess I got a I got a DS because why why not?" Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, for all those people, uh who can get the game um hey right on if you still have the game keep playing it because it's fantastic but if you don't have the game and you see that it might be for a a larger price than usual um buy it sometimes the pirates of the caribbean have a a good good point a good point but we advise you first to purchase the game exactly that's it. That's all. <laughs> Thank you, people. Um, I, I think that's it. I think that's, you know, a good end to it where we just, we condone Jack Sparrow and uh, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But if you, if the game is being sold right now, don't be like Jack Sparrow. Yeah. But if the game hasn't been sold for years and you can't get it for a reasonable price, Jack Sparrow ain't take, looking so bad. Take one piece's lesson to heart. Pirates can be pretty cool. That's it for <laughs> this week. Uh, join us next week for an Animal Crossing episode uh, with Stephanie from The Office. We'll see you next week. See you, everyone. Bye.